One of the most important habits that I've accumulated over the past few years is crafting a vision so clear that it blurs out everything else around it. Welcome to the Be Better Mindset podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your fullest potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset podcast. I am your host, Royce. Today, I want to talk about how to reduce distractions. And guys, number one, you have to know I'm not immune to this. Just like you are, I'm constantly distracted. But over the past few years, I have accumulated accumulated a series of habits that allows me to stay hyper-focused to get a job done. A job done in my fitness, in my business, in my relationships. And I want to give you one of those habits that's really been pivotal in terms of getting this level of focus that allows me to get things done. And and guys, like for the greater part of my 20s, I haven't been like that. I've been distracted. And in fact, sometimes now I still get distracted. There's just a lot of noise out there. There's social media, there's catastrophic events, there's people complaining around you. So you get like, you get looped in. So I get it. Unless you are a possum in the mountains and you have no connection with technology and people, that this, this this podcast might not be for you, but if you're surrounded by people, surrounded with technology, surrounded with current events, I think this will serve a great purpose. And I want to go over what this particular habit has done for me and how to also execute it in a way where it's extremely effective. And guys, with that said, before we really dive into the, the tactics and why it's so important, Make sure if you guys get value, if you guys get a brand new skill set or a mindset or a reframe or a nugget, like do do your do do us a favor and, and share this episode with someone, uh, especially if you know they're trying to improve their lives, and and that's one of our greater missions is to improve, to better the world by improving ourselves. So if you guys can do that, that would be super amazing. And um, with that said, guys, let's get right into the habit I'm talking about. Now, like I said, like while we can talk about many things that we can do to remove distraction, I, I want to share one powerful habit that allows me to stay focused more than 80% of the time. And I want you to write this down in bold letters because I have it in bold letters and it reminds me on a daily what I need to do. And that habit is to craft a vision so clear that it blurs everything else around it. And what I mean by that, guys, like if you ever shot a gun or maybe you haven't, I mean, if you, if you have or if you watched people shoot a gun, more, more in the realm of a sniper, you know, something that is way further out, not just like a pistol, while you can use a pistol as a metaphor to this, but I want you to think of a sniper. A sniper has a scope and you can see thousand yards away. 
when you are shooting at a particular target, it's important to one, like just focus on the target and essentially focus it in a way that it blurs everything else around it because those are just going to be distractions. Especially if you want to hit the target appropriately, it has to be spot on. And when you are crafting a vision so clear in your life, it essentially does the same thing. So when you have not like not just very vague goals, everything else is is present. You know, distractions, complaints, other opportunities are just gonna you're just gonna be able to see the whole world. But as you make your your goals and your visions more clear, and the way you guys can make it more clear is really listing out them in more specifics. Like what goal do I want to accomplish is one way you can make it clearer, right? Who do you want to accomplish it with? Do you want to do this by yourself? Do you want to bring your family? Do you want to bring your team, right? Do you want to bring the world with you? Like, what do you want to accomplish and who do you want to accomplish with? The next one is like, why do I even want to do that? And for me, when I ask my whys, it's, it's what I want them to try to avoid. You know, pain is a big driver for me. And, and my why is that? And then also, when do, you want to, when do you want to accomplish it by? I think this is important. Most people don't put a time frame because they're afraid that they're going to fail. But when you put a specific time frame and you are successful, awesome. But even when you're not successful, you can actually go back and see the data points of why you weren't. Maybe I overestimated something. Maybe I could have fixed this system. That's an entirely separate topic, but make sure you put a time frame of when you want to accomplish it. If you want to, if you want to see 165 pounds on the scale, do you want to do it in six months? Do you want to do it in a year? Do you want to do it in 12 weeks? Like, what's the what's the timeline? When you do that for yourself, it really clears out the clutter because now you're like, oh, I only have six months to do this in. I can't be messing around with some of those events. I can't go to that. I can't do this. So you're creating constraints for yourself when you create a time. Now, don't worry so much about how how this whole thing is going to work. Just blur everything else out. So make your vision so clear that everything around it just gets blurry. So, and and it's it's exactly like shooting a, a a sniper so i've never shot a sniper by the way i think that'd be super fun so anyone that's a, a gun person that wants to take me shooting that has a sweet sniper that can shoot about a thousand yards away count me in i'll pay for the bullets so um i think it's a i think it's super fun and i think it's very uh freeing and i love it okay so anyways guys that is step one create a clear vision so clear that it blurs everything else out so now let's talk a little bit more on the pragmatic side to this like how do i actually do that so i we've talked about how to answer some of those things but there's some some other aspects of it that can make it even more clear and once you've made that more clear now you got to take some of these act these two actions so you can feed one your vision but also starve every single distraction that you may have and I want to go over some of the techniques that I've used now and I continue to use. And I've also 
borrowed from some of the most productive people that I've met. And um, I'm going to share those things with you guys. So once you guys have created that super clear vision, the next thing you need to do is to starve every distraction that you have. And the way I do this is, one, I ask myself a few questions. The first question is, what areas of my life am I spending time in that doesn't serve my vision? And an example can be spending one or two hours on social media or watching four hours of a Netflix show or whatever show you're watching. I'm guilty. I just did that this weekend, so not immune to it. But there's some good shows out there, and it's pretty fun sometimes. The next one is possibly reading the newspaper or watching the news one or two hours out of the day. Just take an honest look at what you do on a weekly basis in terms of how you spend your time and see if you can create constraints to reduce that or completely remove it. So that's one of the questions that I ask myself. The second question is, who in my daily life doesn't help me towards my vision? And for the most part, I've kind of categorized them into three. There's more people that doesn't serve your vision, but this is what I've seen in the life that I currently live in now. Number one, the first one is people that constantly complain about life, and they're everywhere, right? Hopefully, the environments that you're in has less, but even in the the ones that have really, really great environments, there's always one or two. There's always one or two that are constantly complaining about life, constantly complaining about politics, constantly complaining about the workout or how challenging it is, right? Those people are going to be there. So the complainers are there. So these are probably people that are not going to be feeding your vision that well. And then there's another that is addicted to fear. You know, people that are addicted to chaos. You know, the world is going to end. We're no longer the best country in the world. The politics are driving this thing down. You know, uh, the hurricanes are killing everything. And while these things are important, they spend a majority of their, their conversation towards fear. And there are going to be those people out there for you. And I want you to just categorize them and just see them and just, I mean, I I try not to judge them because I've been in those situations before, but just knowing that they exist is important piece for this particular habit to actually work. And then the last one is actually more subtle. And these are the cool people, I think, but they're people who want you to be distracted in life. And what I mean by that is they'll come up to you and be like, Hey, have you watched this new show? It's so good. And you're like, uh, nope. Like, I've never have. Well, you should watch it because X, Y, and Z. Well, how, how many seasons are there? Well, there's, there's 35 seasons of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, how long are the episodes? Well, they're about an hour long. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a whole year. You're trying to get me distracted for a whole year. And you know, they mean great because it probably feels amazing to watch a show like that and so on and so forth. But for the most part, someone wants you to be distracted. There are people that want you to be distracted, and you have to kindly say no to those people for sure because you're going to get those because I've also been duped into watching Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones was awesome. But once I got duped in, that, that took about two or three months out of my life. So that could have been two or three months where I could have been putting in 
sweat work getting closer to my goals. So while they mean good in terms of just like, hey, you need to relax, you need to just like entertain yourself, have fun in life, it can hinder you from feeding your vision. So you have to know these people in your life. So now that you know that these, these people exist, how do I starve these distractions? Now, one of the easy ways to do to, to starve these distractions is just to not hang out with them. You know, my family was a big, big uh, chaos type of people, complaining type of people. So I just naturally just moved away. You know, that was probably the easiest and hardest things to do because I love my family. But at the end of the day, they're just at that state. They weren't they, they weren't feeding my vision no longer. Okay, so they were actually just holding you back. And some of my best friends are like that the same way. You know, they're complaining about life. They're complaining about the inequality. And it just never served me. So I had to pull myself away so I don't hang out with them. That's one, one pragmatic thing you can do is just to not hang out with them. Another way, so another way what you can do is, again, you could just change the environment, just move from one place to another. So if, if not hanging out with them is, uh, is too hard because they live with you, just move. Just change the environment entirely. And that's what I did. You know, I moved from one state to another state. And it's allowed me to easily not hang out with them. Now, if you're asking, like, what, what happens if I work with them or I can't leave them? They are like my partner. They're my wife they're my roommates like I need my roommates so I can pay rent if that's the event and they're one of these complainers or they're addicted to fear you can change the direction of the conversation you know one of my uh, favorite mentors I've uh, I watch him and I'm just like okay and 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 there was an interaction where there was three of them complaining about the politics you know, and he, came, and, he, and he came up to them and he was like, hey guys, like, are we going to work out or are we just going to be constantly complaining? And he said it in a way that was like playful and, and I stole it. I was like, all right, I got to steal that from now on because he just really changed the direction on that. And it brought honesty to how they were viewing the world. They were like, you know what? You're right. Let's, let's work out. I don't even know why we are talking about this. Thanks right? So that's one way you can change the direction of the conversation. You got to be very confident when you do something like that. Um, I'll have clients that are extremely negative at times, or they're criticizing people and they're uh, complaining about people. And one thing that I do now, and if you have, if you maybe you're one of my clients, and you've, you've done this to me, you probably know why I changed the direction. And There was a time where I had a client that would talk about somebody else, you know, Um, they would criticize somebody else or complain about somebody else. And I'm normally like, I I really don't know who this person is. I'd I'd love to have a conversation with them. But you know what, I I typically don't talk about people that are not in the same room as, as, as me. You know, I, I I just don't, I, I feel like it's, they can't defend themselves. And I'd love to think that there might be another reason why that is. If you don't mind, I'd love to talk about something else. I'd love to talk about your day. I'd love to talk about what you're going to do this week. And boom, I changed the direction. 
And you can do this really well in a way where it's not like, hey, you're a crappy person about talking about somebody else. You can say it in a way where you're just curious about something completely different and you change the direction that way. And I do this a lot. I do this with my coaches. I do this with the people that I love. I do this with my wife. I do this with my clients. Uh, sometimes I do it with a random person. I'm like, yeah, I really don't know. I have no idea who Johnny Depp's wife is, <laughs> right? I don't do, I didn't do any research. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm, and then it just shuts it down, you know, and I, and I move on. If they want to continue talking about it, then that's when I really distant myself away from them. So that's how I starve these distractions in my life. So these are some, some ways that I can just remove the distractions of people. The way that I can remove and starve distractions in things like social media, what I do is there's a setting profile on your phone where you can set it to a time where you can only scroll for 30 minutes. And then after 30 minutes, it kicks you out. It tells you you can't log in. And you can set up some settings in a way where it blocks you out one and it also to enter back in, you have to put a password. And you can know the password. Or if you want to do a next level thing, you have your wife set the password or have your employee set the password. Actually, I have one of my employees have my password set for my social media. So I would, I would feel so weird. I, it's easy for to ask my wife, like, hey, what's the password so I can break into it? But if I ask my coaches and I tell them to limit those social media, it's embarrassing. So I don't even do it. So I have a 45-minute set. I have 45 minutes to post as much content as I can. And it doesn't allow me to consume that much because if I consumed all my time that way, I can't post. So that's, that's one really amazing habit you can do with technology is to just, just to set some settings. Change the settings so you can create constraints. Another one can be watching TV. You know, one, one major... Uh, thing that I do now in in my household is we only have one TV. We don't have TVs in the bedroom. We don't have TVs in my office. We don't have TVs in my son's bedroom. We have one TV, and that one TV is in the living room. Now, uh, why this is such a valuable thing for me is it's very easy to turn on the TV when I'm in my bed or in my office. But if I only have one TV, one, only one of us can watch a show. So typically my son is watching his shows and I'm like, I can't really do anything else, right? So I'll just, I might as well just go outside and work out or clean or read a book. So it forces me to do other things because we only have one TV in the house. Now, uh, if you guys have multiple TVs, I highly recommend to sell it. I don't think you need that many TVs and, and just, just by doing this particular habit, it, allows, it allowed not only to give me more time to do other things, but it also allows uh, me and my family to come together and, and watch something we all want to watch. So it creates this family environment in that scenario. Uh, in the past, I had a TV in every single room. And what would happen is I would just turn it on, put a Netflix show and bam, I'm connected for eight hours during the weekend and after work and I lost all that time feeding my vision so those are some ways you can do it change the settings on your social media right sell 
all your TVs except one, right? That's one way. Another one that I've recently done is I, I do a little, I watch a lot of YouTube how tos, and there's a lot of ads. And while ads are some of the ads are great because it's targeting me to improve myself, I find myself being distracted by it. And I'll go into this rabbit hole and I'll explore it and I'll research it. And I'm like, oh gosh, I got distracted. It's a different opportunity. What I do is I upgrade to pro, pay the extra 15, 20, whatever, whatever number that is. So I get no ads and I'm just consuming without no distractions. So if you're consuming a platform that has has advertisement a lot of times you can pay for the upgrade and you don't get any advertisement so you don't get into these loopholes so that's another way you can starve some technology distraction okay so one i change the settings two i have one tv in the living room and three i upgrade to pro so i don't get any ads right so those are some three really cool things you can do right now so you can starve some of those distractions. Now, there's a lot more stuff, guys, but for the sake of this podcast episode and hopefully you take one of those few things, we're just going to leave it at that. All right, so the next one. So once you starve your distractions, the next thing is to feed your vision. And again, I ask myself these two questions so I can start creating awareness for myself. And the first one is like, what areas of my life feed my vision? And, what, and, and some of those things for me is reading one or two hours a day, acquiring either a skill set or a mindset. And it's typically towards the goal that I want. So if it's about business, I'm going to be reading things about acquiring a skill set in business or a mindset in business that I don't have just yet. If it's on weight loss, I'm going to acquire a skill on how to move better, or recover better, or eat better. And I'm also going to read a book on the mindset, the philosophy on some of these methods and strategies. So another way is, is I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts one or two hours a day on, again, acquiring a skill set or a mindset on a particular goal that I have. And then another one is I watch like another one or two hours of courses or documentaries that are closer to my goals like something that I love watching in terms of uh, documentaries are like my heroes you know I'll watch I watch the Michael Jordan documentary so many times the Rich Froning and Matt Fraser documentaries and I'll have those things and repeat because it inspires me it inspires me to move and take action and um, I put those documentaries on because it allows me to just not just like stall, it allows me to just do things. So if you have those documentaries in your mind, you should put those on repeat because, because you know what it does for you. There are certain documentaries where you feel like, oh man, I'm never going to do the, I don't want to do that. I think those are like the fear documentaries, but there are documentaries that inspire you, that give you fuel. And uh, a lot of times people only farm it once. I think you can farm it as many times as you want. If you feel like you're not motivated, throw that documentary, put it on the background, and you're just like, watch yourself take serious amount of actions towards your visions. That's normally what I do when I have a fitness goal that I want to accomplish. I put a Goggins thing. I put a Iron Cowboy documentary on. I put the you know Kobe Brands thing on. All of these, all of these people for fitness, I have a fitness thing for. Now, 
That's one thing. One way you can really feed those visions. The next one is like, who are people in my life who feed my vision? Now I categorize these three people just like I categorize the the ones that that drain from you, right? There's like there's three, and you know I I put them into categories of three because it just helps me remember them that way. And the first category for people that feed my vision is people who energize me. You know they're typically people you spend time with, and the next thing you know you feel like you just chugged six espressos being around them. You know they're people that are normally optimistic. They're more they're normally really present. They're like listening to you. They're not judgmental. Uh, there are they're also just people of they just you can watch them do. They just they move around the world differently. They put in the work, and uh, and you could just see it. So that's those are people who energize you. Like who are those people in your life, and how can I be like around them more? Another one is people who drain you. You know, you go into that conversation. In fact, you avoid it entirely because every time you leave that place, you feel like you just got sucked dry. You know, there are people again that are complaining about the world. There are people maybe that you are giving tips to, right, and ideas to, yet they don't do any of it, right? They're just like, no, nah, I don't think that's gonna work. So I'm just gonna keep complaining and feeling like a victim. Those people can be very draining. And then the last one is uh, is people who you can serve, and it's not so much the person that's complaining all the time, and you give them a you give them a really good revelation or a tip, and they don't do anything. Like these are people that want help. These are people that are like listening to your podcast and taking the steps, and then texting you back and being like, "Dude, it worked. Like it's actually helping me. I'm actually doing X, Y, and Z now because I've." applied some of those principles or they are some of my clients that are in fitness and you tell them how to eat a particular way to recover to lose weight to gain muscle and then they execute it those are people you can serve so you not only understand their problems but they're people that want their problems to be served like solved and I can get lost in those people. That's why I shoot these podcasts, because I want to serve those people. I don't want to serve the ones that are draining, right? I want to serve the ones that are actually taking some of the things that I've been documenting, and hopefully you guys are implementing. And for some reason, it just fuels me, and I get lost in it. I get into my flow state knowing that what I might be saying might impact one extra life, maybe two, maybe a ripple effect of people. I get lost in it and it feeds me like being lost in, in, in that feeds my vision. Now, once you have these two questions answered, what areas of my life feed my vision? Who are the people in my life who feed my vision? How do I, how do I create pragmatic things that I can do on a daily basis that allows me to constantly do this? Now, one of the first things that I do is one, I block time every day for these particular activities and I make them non-negotiable. I set them more important than my sales appointments, than my personal training client appointments, than my coaching appointments, than my even like sadly to say it like even my team development appointments. Those are secondary compared to the things that I need to 
to do in terms of reading, listening to a podcast, watching some of these courses, those take precedent. Like those are the ones that are non-negotiable for me. And a lot of times my clients would be like, hey, can I train during that time? He's like, unfortunately, I can't. You know, that's actually when I'm taking this course. That's actually a time I set to acquire this new skill. So unfortunately, I can't do that time. I have these other times. And for a while, I thought it would be a disservice to them. But the more I got confident that I'm really improving myself, they really started to understand that they needed to improve themselves too. So so there was a lot of benefits to it. It created one, created boundaries for me not to just burn out and take clients any time out of the day. But two, it started giving me clients that understood that if I prioritize my self-growth and my development, I could serve at such a high level that they started doing it as well. In fact, they even was like, that is amazing. I didn't know you blocked those things, those, those times out. Why do you do that? And it gives you an opportunity to coach them entirely differently. So that's one way. Prioritize those times by blocking it and making it non-negotiable. The other thing is, when I'm creating my calendar, I like to fuel first and then drive later. And what I mean by that is I do I, I put everything on my calendar that gives me energy first. And then all of my goals and my visions and like the make the 50 calls, train, develop, all that is drive later. So I feel like a lot of people, and including myself earlier in my in my growth, is I would drive first, fuel later. And it's a it's a recipe for burning out, it's a recipe for getting overwhelmed, it's a recipe for just not making it because you just run out of fuel. Like I would just drive, 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 drive and never fuel. Now it's the opposite for me. So in terms of fitness, I think of fueling first. I need to fuel really well, I need to hydrate, eat enough food, eat enough protein, making sure I'm doing my recovery work and then I, and, and then I create this output uh, physically. Now that's on the nutrition and I do the same thing now in my business. I do all the inputs. I prioritize like how much mindset do I need? How much skills do I need? Like what do I need to do and to learn? Like what am I consuming so then I can drive? So in the past, I would just experience. Like I, like I would think my experience would solve all these problems that I had, but... It was a very, very poor strategy. So, so I consume a lot of the skill set and the mindset stuff first. And when I start to really accumulate that, I can actually have tangible strategies to solve the, that, the problems that I have in front of me. So I fuel first, drive later. And that's another habit that's really served me in terms of feeding my vision. And the final one is, is getting lost on the people you serve. We were talking about this just, re, just earlier, but find people you can actually serve. And when I, say, when I say that, there's a few key elements. Number one, you have a problem that you've experienced before. I think those are the easiest people to serve because you've, you know what that feels like. You have this tangible emotion that you guys can connect with and you felt it before. And through that feeling, you found something that's worked for you. So you can conversate it in a way that has conviction. And that conviction gives people confidence, gives people hope that it's possible. 
So once you've felt it and you've found it, you can help others find how to solve that problem. And when you do this over and over and over, you get lost. You get lost into these people and and through that being lost, you can you get I, at least for me, I get all this energy that I don't know where it comes from. I just get a lot of energy just helping people that want to be helped. So find those people too. Those are going to be people that feed your vision because they want to be served. They want to be helped. And you can pour. Pour to them. You know, I think a lot of times in the past, I would pour to people that didn't want to be helped. And I needed to disconnect myself from them or find others that I actually could serve. So... Oops, sorry about that, guys. There was someone that had to come in to check out the pipes for some fire things. We had an alarm go off a few days ago that was like super early, but they have now they're going around and checking every single condo to see if there's some type of leak. So that's why I had to open the door. Anyways, we're left off in the action plan. So what do I got to do? So number one, guys, make your vision so clear that it blurs everything else out. And how do we do that? Answer those questions. What, why, who, where, when will I accomplish it? Don't worry so much about the how. Just answer all these other things and you'll just blur out everything else. The second thing is to starve your distractions. And the way you can do that is by creating constraints, changing the environment, change the direction of your conversations, setting up systems so you're consuming a certain amount of tech. Those are some ways. And then the final thing is to feed your vision by one, fueling first, driving later, prioritizing more of your vision growth activities like learning, listening, and prioritizing that first before your your, your appointments. And the final one is just to get lost in helping someone who who truly wants your help and who truly is taking the steps ahead to constantly move forward. And those are going to be the best ways you can feed your vision. So guys, if you like this episode and you've found one or two nuggets, make sure to share it with someone who is truly trying to improve themselves. This is how, again, our movement grows and our movement is to better the world and the way we can do that is to better ourselves. So guys, if you like this episode, take a screenshot, tag me at Royce LaGuerta and I'll repost it. And uh, as always, guys, be better.